Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey everyone, it's Chelsea. I'm here today with Chris, and we are in the Gospels still, reading about Jesus in front of the high priest. Um, we have a couple things in here that we want to talk about. One of them being some discrepancies between the gospels. So Chris, what are your thoughts on those things? Well, uh, on the discrepancies generally surround, uh, Peter and when Peter, uh, denies Jesus, um, which we've got a few, like in Mark, it talks about that there was the rooster crowed twice. Several of the other ones say it just crowed once, um, you know, I think in many ways, you know, the, you've got the age-old illustration of like this is different perspectives on the same car crash, mm-hmm. and people see different things. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is the passage that shows Peter deny or the rooster crowing twice is Mark, which mm-hmm. Mark, the source for Mark's gospel, is generally believed to be Peter. So there's, if the rooster crowed twice, Peter would probably be the best source for that. Yeah. Um, and the main point is not how many times the rooster crowed, but that. <laughs> Uh, Peter denied him three times yeah. before a certain time of the night happened. Right. Luke does throw in an interesting detail that the other ones don't. That, yeah. Um, Luke, right in verse 61 of chapter 22, uh, right before it says the words of Jesus flash through Peter's mind, Luke uh, recollects that the Lord Jesus turned and looked at Peter, made eye contact with him. So in that it gives moment. me chills. It's like a cinematic uh, moment like, of... <laughs> And I'm pretty sure in most of the films I've seen about this, they included that because it is yeah, a great it is, like moment. It is powerful and just like, I mean, Peter, it says he weeps bitterly in all the gospels that talk about this, that he broke down and wept or he, he walks away weeping bitterly. And you just like kind of think about what goes through Peter's mind of and no, getting to know Peter after reading all these stories in the gospels and just how passionate he is about Christ and who he knows Christ mm. to be. Um, and still he denies them and just immediate, immediate remorse from that. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, one of the things I I love about Peter is Peter is one of these guys that shows us that like growth with our walk with Christ is not a straight upward trajectory. Yeah. It's a lot of like stops and starts, falling down, getting up again. And here, I mean, we have Peter deathly afraid of suffering here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be pretty amazing in another month or so when we read first Peter, he's, writing a book that says, I count it all joy to suffer for the cost of Christ. Yeah. So like something occurred through these episodes in his life that shaped his perspective that he then was able to pass that on to us. Right. Something that's timeless. And so even in some of his weakest, most, uh, not, you know, moments that he really would probably like to keep private, yeah. uh, there's things that we can see and we can learn from. Yeah. And, and be encouraged by it because we certainly, <laughs> we certainly are not on that upward trajectory. Like you talked about, it's very much up and down as we're journeying with Christ and learning more about what it means to become more like him. Um, and if you keep in mind, Peter, just, this is, he walked with Jesus for three years of ministry. He has yet to see Jesus die on the cross at this mm-hmm. point and rise again and um, appear and the ascension and all these things that kind of probably were like, okay, when you write First Peter, then that's why he's like, I am willing to suffer because of what yeah. he knows about Christ. And I think too, for for anyone out there that like wonders, man, can God ever use me with what I've done? Peter is, you know, you should put a poster of him up on your wall because <laughs> he 
Here's a guy who flat out denied he even knew Jesus several times, and later we're going to see Jesus restores him. And then, of course, we know that Peter becomes the rock on which the mm-hmm. the future church is built. And so, the restoration power of the gospel is not to be underestimated. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I mean, the other thing that we don't have to talk about too much, but just these passages about Christ before the High Council mm-hmm. being beat and spit on—it's just like. It's so heartbreaking to me. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you see things like Passion of the Christ, and it's like kind of like lodge in your brain of just what what it would have looked like or what it would have been like. Um, it's just, it's just makes me appreciate my Savior. Yeah. And it, as horrible as this was, I mean, we always, um, we know that Jesus was an innocent man, that he didn't sin, he didn't commit any crimes, and mm-hmm. he's given the death of a criminal. But to understand the context in which this is set, like, in the Jewish mindset, he actually did commit the ultimate crime. Mm-hmm. And it, that crime was punishable by death that, you know, he, he in their mind, he does blasphemy. He claims to be God. I mean, even uh, Mark and the Gospel of John, uh, he uses kind of the catchphrase that is the ultimate, you know, I am God yeah. card where he yeah. uses the name of God from Exodus where he says, I am. Right. Uh, and we can kind of read over that without even realizing, just thinking it's like, you know, just a couple short words there but like if you really get into the text some of our bibles help us by capitalizing that Mm -hmm. but he is using the specific name of god that god told moses his name was and so in the jewish mind that is blasphemy and that is punishable by death so although they should have realized who he was according to their system and their viewpoint they were just in what they did so he's innocent because he actually was god yeah but they didn't believe that yet, so they gave right. him the penalty that that required. And so when the high priest tears his clothing in horror, he's like actually experiencing horror. Like, mm-hmm. why hasn't this person been condemned to death yet? Because we know exactly what's happening here. Um, but it's, yeah, it's so interesting. And ah, <laughs> just as we keep going into this and experiencing um, Which Jesus' we, crucifixion and everything, it's just there's a lot of heavy stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah, so even that that whole... Uh, difficult concept to understand about Jesus being fully man and fully God. I mean, where we see these I am statements, that's some of the best texts to mm-hmm. support his divinity. Yeah. And the Gospel of John is the best one to read for that. I think there's mm-hmm. seven or eight of them yeah. uh, in John where he, he makes it clear that uh, he believed he was God. So if we follow Jesus, we should also believe he's God. Right. Guys, thank you so much for listening today to God's Whole Story, and we'll be back tomorrow. Bye. Mark 14, 53. They took Jesus to the high priest's home where the leading priests, the elders, and the teachers of the religious law had gathered. Meanwhile, Peter followed him at a distance and went right into the high priest's courtyard. There he sat with the guards, warming himself by the fire. Inside, the leading priests and the entire high council were trying to find evidence against Jesus so they could put him to death, but they couldn't find any. Many false witnesses spoke against him, but they contradicted each other. Finally, some men stood up and gave this false testimony. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands, and in three days I will build another made without human hands. But even then they didn't get their story straight. Then the high priest stood up before the others and asked Jesus, well, aren't you going to answer these charges? What do you have to say for yourself? But Jesus was silent and made no reply. Then the high priest asked him, are you the Messiah, the son of the blessed one? Jesus said, I am. And you will see the son of man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. 
And the high priest tore his clothes to show his horror and said, Why do we need another witness? You have all heard his blasphemy. What is your verdict? Guilty, they all cried. He deserves to die. Then some of them began to spit at him. They blindfolded him and beat him with their fists. Prophesy to us, they jeered. And the guards slapped him as they took him away. Matthew twenty six fifty seven. Then the people who had arrested Jesus led him to the home of Caiaphas, the high priest, where the teachers of the religious law and the elders had gathered. Meanwhile, Peter followed him at a distance and came to the high priest's courtyard. He went in and sat with the guards and waited to see how it would all end. Inside, the leading priests and the entire high council were trying to find witnesses who would lie about Jesus so they could put him to death. But even though they found many who would agree to give false witness, they could not use anyone's testimony. Finally, two men came forward who declared, This man said, I am able to destroy the temple of God and rebuild it in three days. Then the high priest stood up and said to Jesus, Well, aren't you going to answer these charges? What do you have to say for yourself? But Jesus remained silent. And the high priest said to him, I demand in the name of the living God, tell us if you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Jesus replied, You have said it. And in the future you will see the Son of Man seated in the place of power at God's right hand and coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothing to show his horror and said, Blasphemy, why do we need other witnesses? You have all heard his blasphemy. What is your verdict? Guilty, they shouted. He deserves to die. And they began to spit in Jesus' face and beat him with their fists. And some slapped him, jeering, Prophesy to us, you Messiah, who hit you that time? Mark fourteen sixty six. Meanwhile, Peter was in the courtyard below. One of the servant girls who worked for the high priest came by and noticed Peter warming himself at the fire. She looked at him closely and said, You were the one with those with Jesus of Nazareth. But Peter denied it. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. And he went out to the entryway. Just then a rooster crowed. When the servant girl saw him standing there, she began to tell the others, This man is definitely one of them. But Peter denied it again. A little later, some of the other bystanders confronted Peter and said, You must be one of them because you are a Galilean. Peter swore, A curse on me if I'm lying. I don't know this man you're talking about. And immediately the rooster crowed the second time. Suddenly Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows twice, you will deny three times that you even know me. And he broke down and wept. Matthew twenty six sixty nine. Meanwhile, Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard. A servant girl came over and said to him, You were one of those with Jesus the Galilean. But Peter denied it in front of everyone. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Later, out by the gate, another servant girl noticed him and said to those standing around, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. Again, Peter denied it, this time with an oath. I don't even know the man, he said. A little later, some of the bystanders came over to Peter and said, You must be one of them. We can tell by your Galilean accent. Peter swore, a curse on me if I'm lying, I don't know the man, and immediately the rooster crowed. Suddenly Jesus' words flashed through Peter's mind, before the rooster crows you will deny three times that you even know me. And he went away, weeping bitterly. Luke twenty two fifty four. So they arrested him and led him to the high priest's home, and Peter followed at a distance. The guards lit a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down around it, and Peter joined them there. A servant girl noticed him in the firelight and began staring at him. Finally, she said, this man was one of Jesus' followers. But Peter denied it. Woman, he said, I don't even know him. After a while, someone else looked at him and said, you must be one of them. No, man, I am not, Peter retorted. About an hour later, someone else insisted, this must be one of them because he is a Galilean too. But Peter said, man, I don't know what you're talking about. Immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. At that moment, the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Suddenly, the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. And Peter left the courtyard weeping bitterly. John eighteen twenty five. 
Meanwhile, as Simon Peter was standing by the fire warming himself, they asked him again, You're not one of his disciples, are you? He denied it, saying, No, I am not. But one of the household slaves of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, Didn't I see you out there in the olive grove with Jesus? Again, Peter denied it, and immediately a rooster crowed. Mark 15.1 Very early in the morning, the leading priests, the elders, and the teachers of the religious law, the entire high council, met to discuss their next step. They bound Jesus, led him away, and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. Matthew 27.1 Very early in the morning, the leading priests and the elders of the people met again to lay plans for putting Jesus to death. Then they bound him, led him away, and took him to Pilate, the Roman governor. Luke 22.66 at daybreak, all the elders of the people assembled, including the leading priests and the teachers of the religious law. Jesus was led before this high council, and they said, Tell us, are you the Messiah? But he replied, If I tell you, you won't believe me. And if I ask you a question, you won't answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated in the place of power at God's right hand. They all shouted, So you are claiming to be the Son of God. And he replied, You say that I am. Why do we need other witnesses? They said, We ourselves heard him say it. Matthew twenty-seven three. When Judas, who had betrayed him, realized that Jesus had been condemned to die, he was filled with remorse. So he took the thirty pieces of silver back to the leading priests and the elders. I have sinned, he declared, for I have betrayed an innocent man. What do we care, they retorted. That's your problem. Then Judas threw the silver coins down in the temple and went out and hanged himself. The leading priests picked up the coins. It wouldn't be right to put this money in the temple treasury, they said, since it was payment for murder. After some discussion, they finally decided to buy the potter's field, and they made it into a cemetery for foreigners. That is why the field is still called the field of blood. This fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah that says, They took the thirty pieces of silver, the price at which he was valued by the people of Israel, and purchased the potter's field as the Lord directed. Hey guys, this is Ryan, and I hope you are getting a lot out of God's whole story. Uh, it means a lot to us even as we are reading through God's Word every single day in the order that it happened. Um, if you want to go ahead and follow us, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at God's Whole Story Podcast. Uh, we would love it if you would share this thing with your friends or people that you know, or just share what's sticking out to you. Uh, you can either send us a DM, or you could actually email us at podcasts at worshipcenter.org. You can email us if you have any questions, if something stuck out to you, if you'd like us to pray for you. And if you want a Bible, if you don't have one right now, or if you want a copy of the one that we're using to go through God's whole story, we'd be happy to send that to you. So go ahead and reach out to us in any way that you'd like. We'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.